Kim Jong-un, he's alive. Turns out they were wrong. <laughs> Everyone, all the people on uh, Twitter and Instagram were starting to, starting to stan Kim Jong-un's sister. And it was too early. It was too early. <laughs> Turns out he's alive. He was chilling on a beach somewhere. Kim Jong-un is, he's, he's Jesus. He's Jesus. We didn't get to celebrate Easter this year, but Kim Jong-un was like, don't worry, I've got it handled. I'm disappearing into the cave for three weeks. I'm coming back alive. <laughs> Everyone's going to say I'm dead. <laughs> All my followers are like, is he? <laughs> no, he's alive. We were all, everyone for a minute there, we were all like, oh, is this, is this going to be a, another thing we got to deal with in 2020? Is, oh, there's a new dictator in North Korea. Is this going to get weird? Did he get COVID? No. Turns out he was just chilling. Unless this is, unless it's a deep fake that he's back. That would be crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's alive. Just for like the next couple years, they slowly start to phase him out of public appearances. <laughs> You're like, why is that? Oh well, yeah, he died in 2020. And then we just got a lookalike to come in and just pretend to be him. <laughs> Turns out this whole time, Kim Jong-un is at a secret twin that uh, they did not tell us about. And it's not... An Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, twins the movie type situation. It is, it's, it is an actual legitimate twin. And you know, we've got to really be prepared for that. Is maybe this is Kim Jong-toon. And Kim Jong-toon, you know, uno, or Kim Jong-dos. Kim Jong-dos? I like Kim Jong-toon better. Let's go Kim Jong-toon. <laughs> it's the second Kim Jong-un. <laughs> he loved the interview. He's different in every way. This is the dawn of a new era for North Korea. Kim Jong-un will save us all. It is worth noting that the last time a Canadian uh, uh, comedian made a piece of material about North Korea and Kim Jong-un, it almost started World War III. And, you know, I'm sure Seth Rogen could maybe offer some insights. Maybe I should not be standing Kim Jong-un so hard. Maybe if only I had, if only, if only Seth could give me his insights on this, then maybe I would know if this is a bad idea. I might be turning up uh, out on the same beach with Kim Jong-un once Kim Jong-un finds out that I've revealed him. And I think that's an important thing that we all need to be prepared for is that Kim Jong-un might be coming after me now. I, this is, I've really, I've broke a scandal here. I broke a conspiracy theory. I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories online and many of them can be uh, quite irresponsibly conceived, arguably. But I think it's important that the people of this great nation are aware that Kim Jong-un is real and he is... You know, he's something beautiful and he's a dream that we can all believe in. <laughs> and that's, that's what we've got to do. <laughs> I believe in Kim Jong-un. Those UFOs that the Pentagon uh, confirmed are real, they took Kim Jong-un. That's what happened. And they brought back Kim Jong-un and he has been enlightened with the word and the message 
of our alien uh, brethren. They have given him all that he needs to usher our world to a better, brighter future. And I think that that's now I'm just ingratiating Kim Jong-un to the hope that I can be the next Dennis Rodman. I want to be the Canadian ambassador to North Korea so I can hang out with Kim Jong-un. We can shoot some hoops. <laughs> we can talk about my time playing um, with Michael Jordan on the Bulls. <laughs> oh, Kim Jong-un. He's on the UFOs, man. They brought him back. They brought him back for us. That's what he was doing. He wasn't on a, He was on a beach. Didn't say it was a beach on Earth. That's the tough thing. <laughs> Look out for all of this in my upcoming screenplay, The Beach. <laughs> Weekend at Birdies 3, Kim Jong-un lives. <laughs> I, think, um, I think there's a lot of great plotting ideas in this. I think, you know, if any studios are interested, any studios looked at uh, what uh, North Korea did to Sony uh, during the release of the interview and thought, hey, that looks fun. <laughs> Let's broker that kind of international incident. <laughs> then please open your hearts and your mind to the beach weekend of Bernie's 2, Kim Jong-un lives. <laughs> Oh, man, he's come. And you know what? The secret that he has come with to save our society is Kim Jong-un has come back and he has, with the aliens, brought advanced medicine to us and he is going to be giving us that medicine so that we can not only um, end the COVID uh uh, lockdowns and get our haircuts as, uh, you know, my fellow protesters <laughs> so clearly want. <laughs> He's come to bring us the cure to long hair um, in partnership with Pantene. Kim Jong-un presents the cure for your haircut blues, <laughs> a musical. <laughs> I think that's what we really need at this point. And, you know, HBO has passed, which is, it's hurtful. But um, Pantene presents Kim Jong-un uh, presents The Cure for Your Long-Haired Blues, the musical, um, produced by Ryan Murphy of Glee, is the next big summer hit. And I think we need to all embrace that, that this is the new reality and we need to, you know, acknowledge that Kim Jong-un is the savior, much as Jesus, in the month of April. He uh, left uh, for a period of three weeks instead of three days. Modern era, you got to do it a little bit bigger, a little bit better to get people's attention. Um, kind of like David Blaine. Uh, uh, he's... <laughs> He's the David Blaine of new world uh, religious slash political dictator leaders. Um, Kim Jong-un, he has come back to us with tidings of a better, brighter future. And I think we would be foolish to ignore him and to continue to live the selfish life that in many ways Kim Jong-un represented. Um, 
I think that we really need to understand that, you know, Kim Jong-un is here and we need to follow him. All he needs to do to really uh, break through, I think, and get those those first few followers to really get this movement going is start doing TikTok dances. I think that's the thing that we've really learned. Um, and as we know, I read this somewhere, uh, TikTok in its early days uh, did a lot of moderating to kind of try and hide videos that they didn't thought think that uh, supported their brand. So that's why everyone on TikTok are rich, attractive, and also white, which is a little fucked up, but also eh, that's, I guess, corporate America for you. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good. That's the one thing Kim Jong-un has not going against him. He's rich. Kim Jong-un, so handsome. That's the thing that we definitely know about Kim Jong-un, uh, is he's one of the most handsome men in the world. And, you know, he, like a lot of these TikTok stars, has a lot of daddy's money that uh, is going to help him uh, really break through that uh, barrier to get to the front page of TikTok and start collecting followers. Um, and that's the beginning of our kind of revolution. It's, you know, you, d you almost don't want to use the word revolution because that word is it's so limited in scope compared to what Kim Jong-un is going to usher in into uh, a new a new Eden, really, I think is probably the best way to describe what we're looking at um, with our Lord and Savior, Kim Jong-un, uh, hero of the people. Um, <laughs> the people's champ, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> He has the body of the rock and the, and the face of Kim Jong-un. He's Kim Jong-un in theaters this fall. <laughs> oh, the new superhero craze sweeping the nation. You love the MCU. You, uh, you know, you've got, you've got some thoughts on DC, but you are not prepared for the Kim Jong-un cinematic universe, the KGT, 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 KJT, CU, KJT, CU, Kajitaku, as many call it in the, uh, in the community. <laughs> Man, I saw this thing and it was, I was going through the old Snapchat discovery page which is how you know you're really bored. If you're going through Snapchat discovery, it's 90% of the things on there are like, oh, born different. I have a polar bear for a foot. And you're like, how does that make sense? Oh, this is, what has Kylie done this time? Logan Paul is always, if you open Snapchat discovery and Logan Paul is not there, it's the end time. Something has gone wrong and you should be worried. We know that everything is going to eventually go back to a state of normalcy because Logan Paul is still in our Snapchat discovery feeds. When that doesn't happen, be worried. But for now, we're good. But I was going through Snapchat discovery feed and there was a 
thing on it and it was TikTok star and I didn't know the name tells her 43 million followers this shocking thing something like that you know clickbait clickbait and I was like man how crazy is that that there's a human being on planet earth who has 43 million followers just of any kind 43 million people are like yeah let's let's follow I I I would like to define myself as a follower of this person and I've never heard of them is that what getting old is cuz like I feel like my grandfather's in his 90s if I said to him hey LeBron James he's like yeah I don't I don't I don't have I don't have much of a frame of reference of that who is LeBron James that's what getting old is, I think. Is like at a certain point, you just start going, who? The youths. The youths keep making new stuff, and you're sitting there like, is it, it's TikTok, you call it? <laughs> People 10 years older than me, they might have been like, Vine? I don't think TikTok's going away in the way that Vine did, though. Vine was big. Vine was big for like, a year and there were vine stars who are now just what happened to them like they were there were vine people who were like on ellen and now they're just they might as well not exist <laughs> and i'm sure people who were on vine i'm sure there's you know they've gone on and done things but there's that's like a weird trip of the internet is, oh yeah, like if you've got 10 million followers on whatever, you can just be completely outside of mainstream consciousness. No one knows who you are. There was, there is a girl on TikTok who I'm assuming does dances because I don't know anything about what that app is because I'm old and this is what aging is. And she has 43 million followers. And most people don't know who she is. Jesus had 12 followers. That's how crazy the internet is. 2,000 years ago, which is not that long ago when you really think about it. There was a fella in the Middle East who had 12 followers and 2,000 years later, people still talk about him. There's still, if you go to a hotel room and open up the bedside table, there's a book about him. That's crazy. How, like, is, like, Shakespeare did just, like, a hundred people read Shakespeare's plays, and that's just, yeah, that was enough. You can, yeah, a couple of, 400 years later, 500 years later, we're still, still reading Shakespeare. He's the greatest of all time. Sure, his plays are nonstop dick jokes, but they're, <laughs> they're unassailable academic masterpieces. <laughs> when someone, when someone wants to just throw away, oh, a master 
while it's not Shakespeare. You know, I, I've read, I've done a little writing. It's not Shakespeare. Shakespeare is the rocket science of writing. It's the brain surgery of writing. And it is nothing but dick jokes. And that's because all you needed to be the greatest ever 400 years ago was you needed a couple fellas to just say, you, need, you, needed, you needed 12 people. 12 people to go, yeah, this is, I'm, you know what? I'm going to follow this guy. If you had, if you had a hundred people following you 2000 years ago, you were the king of earth. <laughs> the king of heaven and earth only had 12. There are people today who I've never heard of who have 43 million. That's more people than live in Canada. And they all just want to see a 16-year-old dance on the internet. Is it creepy and weird? It's a little creepy and weird. That's something, man, that I'm like, I'm sure a great volume of the people who follow children on TikTok are also children. But not all. And that's weird. Ooh, yum, 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 yum. Big drink of water. Been creating too many conspiracy theories. That's what I think, you know, we need more of in our world. And that's really, that's really what this podcast is all about, is just creating more conspiracy theories for the internet, because I'm worried that we're running out. I go on Facebook and I feel like I'm just, you see the same things over and over again. You're like, oh, the Clintons assassin. And you're like, I've read this before. Give me new stuff. Kim Jong-toon is our alien overlord. Good. <laughs> We've had too much time with humans running things. I think it's time to let an alien clone of Kim Jong-un Take a crack at it. <laughs> the nature is healing, guys. And we thought it was because humans were not out and about as much. But it turns out nature is healing as a herald of the return of our Lord and Savior, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> and I think that's what we really need to realize is that wherever he walks, new life springs from his very feet marks, steps, footsteps, footprints, footprints. That's <laughs> Look, I'm a prophet of Kim Jong-un. I'm not... I'm not a I'm not a wordsmith. I'm I'm here to speak the truth as it comes down to me from Kim Jong-un. I am a monk of Kim Jong-un. I am not I'm not I'm not a thesaurus. <laughs> oh Lord, I do not this that's something that was pointed out to me by my mother, who I'm sure is the only person watching this. So I'd like to say, 
Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I say, oh, Lord, a lot, and I just realized it's when I get to the end of a bit, and I'm like, okay, let's take a pause. Let's figure out where do we go from here. What is the, I gotta, I feel like I gotta fill a certain amount of time with this. I gotta, you know, I gotta make this worth the money that the tens of people listening to this are not paying for it because it's a free thing on whatever streaming platform you choose, except for Apple Podcasts. But hopefully this week I will get approved for Apple Podcasts. And then really I can, I can begin to uh, really take my spreading of Kim Jong-un's message to the next level. Because um, really that is the last thing that is standing in my way. Um, been watching a lot of barber videos online. That's, that's what it's been popping up. You know, when you, you, you watch one thing in your Instagram discovery, because while Snapchat discovery, I think is a wasteland where no one should go. I live on Instagram discovery. I don't even look at the people I follow. I just go through Instagram discovery constantly refreshing and I'm like, show me things. Show me whatever. Show me a picture of what I've been looking at for the last week. And barber videos, it turns out. Barber videos and pimple popping videos, that's what have just been popping up in the last week or so in my Instagram discovery. And it's a weird kind of voyeurism to just go, I'm going to watch someone else get a haircut or pop a pimple, but I like it. It's, there's something that's just, oh, satisfying and calming about just watching some fella just, just shore away that hair and just, ooh, give it the nice fade. And I like the ones where they, oh, they also, they take the razor blade and the wax to the eyebrows. I like it when it's, when it's the big guy, the big hairy fellas. They got too much hair. It's just a unibrow. Their whole face is a unibrow that goes right into their hair. There's no forehead. There's no little bridge of the nose here. Um, their beard goes all the way up to their lower eyelids. Those are the fellas that I like. And I'm like, just hew a face out of that as if you are a sculptor. There's a magic in really good barbers. There's something there that you're like, you can see some fella who looks like he hasn't had a haircut in 10 years. And then by the end, you're like, my God, look at this just Davidian hero hewn from granite oh my lord edges all it is is it's makeup for dudes is what it is is i feel like some people make fun of makeup videos and they're like that's so crazy why would you watch someone else do that but i will watch barber videos all day long my lord i do not have any i do not have any material about this it's other than it's porn. That's what, that's what those are. It's the same barber videos are porn. They're safe for work porn. It's just, oh, I'd sure like to be doing that right now. I'm going to watch someone else do it. 
that's what a lot of the internet is, really. Is that's what cooking shows are. That's what uh, the pimple poppers, the barber videos, it's all pornography. It's all just sure wish I was doing that. But all I got is my cell phone on me. <laughs> Twilight spinoff is coming. That's been posted. And, you know, thank God. That's what we really need at this time is we need we need to know more about the Twilight world because it's not it's not a continuation. It's just the whole story from Edward's perspective. I'm assuming what we're getting after that is the whole story from Jacob's perspective. I don't get why they're doing this. Because I read the first 200 pages, I'm going to say, of the first Twilight book when I was in high school. Because, you know, it was popular and I, w I wanted to know what was going on. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to see what the people were talking about. And it's not, it's like, there's certain books or movies or whatever where you go, oh, this is interesting to see from multiple angles. Game of Thrones. The books, each chapter is written from the perspective of a different character. So this chapter, you'll see, well, this is what Tyrion thinks of this. And then the next chapter, you're like, oh, this is what Jon Snow, he's hearing of the same event and his reaction to it. I don't know if Twilight benefits from that. I don't know if a love story necessarily benefits from seeing both sides of it because both of those characters are just coming together they're kind of having the same story so i don't know if we need to see both sides of it this is uh i feel like this podcast uh, episode has gone down since kim jong-toon left i think kim jong-toon might have been the height of it and i think it might be worth just stopping while we're ahead and just letting kim jong-toon Sort of be what this episode is. I think that's it. I think let's just all hail Kim Jong-Toon. And that's what this is. <laughs> Can't believe I already named the show Joel Show because it's got its main character now. And I think with that, we're going to sign off. Bye, guys.